Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, quarantine-free travel. Victoria opening up to New South Wales. Border restrictions relax overnight. Queensland's road out of COVID. The Blitz selling the vaccine message. Booster shots, vaccines ready to be rolled out this year. Who's eligible? And tourism boost, accommodation vouchers announced in New South Wales. $50 to stay anywhere in the state. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Fully vaccinated New South Wales residents can now travel to Victoria without needing to quarantine or provide a negative COVID test. The isolation rules were scrapped overnight with Sydney's red zone status downgraded to orange zone. Partially vaccinated travellers will need to remain isolated until they receive a negative result. All visitors will still need to apply for a permit to enter. Unvaccinated Victorians are being warned they could still face restrictions well into next year while the rest of the state prepares to reopen. Premier Daniel Andrews isn't guaranteeing freedoms at the 90% milestone. I'm not going to say to someone, oh, look, just wait us out, will you? Just, just, just wait four or five weeks and then you'll be able to go to the pub. No. The Premier has criticised the New South Wales plan, which gives freedoms to the unvaccinated on December 1. The window is fast closing for 400,000 Queenslanders to receive a COVID vaccine. Authorities have given the states unvaccinated a 12-week deadline to protect themselves before the borders reopen. Every single Queenslander is going to get exposed to the COVID-19 virus and will get infected. But if you're vaccinated, that's not a problem. Vaccination rates are lagging in regional areas, Indigenous communities and in the 20 to 39 age group. South Australia's roadmap out of the pandemic will be revealed within days as authorities consider reopening borders earlier than expected. The state is expected to hit the 80% vaccine target by December 3, but that could be brought forward if this weekend's vaccine blitz is successful. The COVID plan will be released once final modelling is handed down. COVID vaccine booster shots could be rolled out in Australia by Christmas, with the country's drug regulator waiting on a final application. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. When would people need that third jab? 
Morning, Jody. Well, Pfizer is expected to recommend a gap of around nine months between second and third doses. The TGA is waiting on a final data from Pfizer with immunisation group Atagi presented its final advice, which is expected in uh, the next few weeks. Thousands of severely immunocompromised people have already had their booster shots since it became available early last month, but the government are yet to lay out a timeline for for the general population. Health Minister Greg Hunt says the booster shot program would mimic the original rollout with medical professionals first in line. The government has already secured over 150 million vaccines set aside specifically for the booster shot program. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. All New South Wales residents are set to receive a $50 accommodation voucher to help kickstart the state's tourism recovery. Premier Dominic Perrottet is expected to announce the $500 million scheme today, which will work like the Dine and Discover system. Residents can use the vouchers anywhere in the state on accommodation, including hotels, caravan parks and camping grounds. The Prime Minister will begin the task of getting Cabinet behind his plan for net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Senior Ministers will sit down for talks with Scott Morrison, a deal all but done despite splinters within the coalition. Barnaby Joyce says the Nationals will make up their minds by the end of the week. Sydney train commuters are facing chaos today with rail workers calling a snap strike that'll leave thousands stranded. Services will be slashed by as much as 70%. Just as we start to emerge from lockdown, once again, we're being told to stay home if we can. Please stay away from public transport. Think about the alternatives if you have to travel. And definitely avoid peak hour travel. Negotiations between the union and government have failed, so the rail, tram and bus union will strike for 24 hours, seeing services slashed, trains operating to weekend timetables. There will be no express services with every train stopping at every station. All Waratah and Millennium trains will be out of action. That's more than two-thirds of the fleet, leaving just 30% online. That equates to one train every 30 minutes. We have designed an alternative timetable to provide a basic level of service across the network using the trains that we have available for those services. But it won't be enough to avoid delays. Everyone's got jobs to do so it's just going to cause a great deal of frustration. We've got a few extra buses on board but we need thousands of buses to replace a, a train service. This industrial action actually started last month. The union claiming that the government has been refusing to negotiate for that long. And they haven't ruled out taking further action. In fact, from next week, they start a fortnight-long overtime ban. The union last month made clear action will continue until they're heard. The closest we got to that was Andrew Constance the other night making a comment, come to the kitchen table. Well, I don't want him at the kitchen table. I want him at the negotiating table. Evan Batten, 7 News. An Australian hail record looks to be broken after a wild storm in North Queensland. 16 centimetre hail fell north of Mackay yesterday. The Weather Bureau says hail that size has a terminal velocity of well over 100 kilometres an hour. Drivers caught up in the storm suffered extensive damage to their cars, while homes have also been smashed. 
Former New South Wales Premier Mike Baird will face the state's corruption watchdog today to answer questions about a grant for a gun club pushed for by disgraced MP Daryl Maguire. The corruption case, which is focusing on Gladys Berejiklian, was told yesterday documents were changed to help pour millions of dollars into the club in the electorate of the former Premier's secret lover. We were surprised that it did get funded, but I don't know the rationale or the reasoning. We didn't think it's, it's stacked up. Ms Berejiklian strongly denies any wrongdoing. She will front the inquiry next week. A nationwide appeal has been launched to help find a girl missing from a remote WA campsite since Saturday. The parents of four-year-old Cleo Smith have spoken out as they wait for a miracle. Breaking their silence, hoping for a breakthrough. Yeah, we've been close by. Um, we haven't left just yeah, waiting, waiting for her to come home. Jake Glidden and Ellie Smith's tearful plea to their daughter Cleo, filled with fear but somehow clinging to hope. I know she can get through whatever she's going through. At the campsite turned crime scene, these seemingly empty shacks could hold the clues to Cleo's disappearance. A family camping trip began late Friday afternoon at the blowholes in McLeod, around 50 kilometres north of Carnarvon. She last spoke with her parents at 1.35am Saturday when she woke up for a drink. When they woke around 6 that morning, she and her sleeping bag had vanished. She won't leave my side if I'm walking in the shops. um, She would never leave that tent alone. She uh, potentially could be anywhere. Authorities are still working on the assumption that little Cleo is alive, but now four days into the search in these conditions, if the four-year-old wandered off, her chances of survival couldn't be more slim. Everyone asks us, like, what, what do you need? And really all we need is a little girl home. Brain slowly washing away hope of a miracle. In McLeod, Western Australia, Ben Downey, 7 News. A 42-year-old drunken thief who was taken on by a gutsy grandmother outside a Gold Coast tavern last year has avoided jail. Father of five, Troy Bennett, pleaded guilty to attempting to steal her handbag. The scuffle was won by the grandmother who tackled him to the ground. Bennett was sentenced to 18 months jail but granted immediate parole. It's been revealed up to one in six adults hasn't had enough to eat in the past year. Food relief charity Food Bank says many Aussies are experiencing food insecurity for the first time due to the pandemic. More than one million children have gone hungry. The charity distributed over 100,000 food hampers to needy families during lockdown. A spectacular demolition has levelled the old 18-storey boiler house at Victoria's decommissioned Hazelwood Power Station. 500 kilograms of explosives were used, with everything going to plan. The 20,000 tonnes of twisted steel frame will now be recycled. It's been showtime in Sydney with the first Hamilton performance since the pandemic shutdown. After a four-month hiatus, it's the first major musical to return to the Lyric Theatre. Tonight, it's the turn of another big production, Come From Away, back in action at the Capitol Theatre. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished a tough day higher and the ASX 200 fell. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,768 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 83 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.86 US cents, 85.5 Japanese yen, and $1.4 New Zealand. The gang that kidnapped 17 US and Canadian missionaries in Haiti is demanding $1 million for each hostage. The FBI and Haitian authorities are communicating with the gang and say negotiations could take weeks. Five children, including an eight-month-old baby, are among those being held for ransom. An unfortunate case of mistaken identity came as a complete shock to a hiker in the US. The man, who bears a resemblance to murder suspect Brian Laundrie, got caught up in the search for Gabby Petito's fiancé. The lookalike woke up in a lodge to marshals with their guns drawn. Officers realised the tip-offs were wrong after a closer look and an ID check, suggesting the man shave his beard so that he isn't confused again. The symbolic handover of the Winter Olympics torch has taken place in Athens. A Greek Winter Olympian carrying an olive branch handed the torch to her Chinese counterpart. After an official ceremony, the flame was then passed on to a member of the Beijing Winter Olympic Committee. The flame now travels to the Chinese capital ahead of next year's Winter Olympics. U.S. drug regulators are planning to let Americans mix and match booster shots of the COVID vaccine. Let's go live to U.S. correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. Researchers say that combining these vaccines offers more protection. Yes, more protection and greater flexibility, they say. The United States Food and Drug Administration is expected to greenlight these booster shots that are different to a person's initial vaccine as early as this week. The issue arising in regard to the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine, widely used here in the United States. More than 15 million people have received it. Uh, Still, it has been shown to be less effective than both Pfizer and Moderna, and people now wanting that booster will likely have the option to look at alternative shots. The National Institute of Health last week presented to the FDA's vaccine advisors part of an ongoing study showing it didn't matter which vaccine people got first and which booster shot they got. It was safe to mix and match as it reinvigorated immune responses. Jody. Okay, interesting, David. Thank you. The Duchess of Cambridge has given the keynote speech launching a new campaign to help those struggling with addiction. Kate, who is a patron for a drug and alcohol dependency charity, called for greater understanding for those battling addiction. No one chooses to become an addict, but it can happen to any one of us. None of us are immune. Just before her speech, she was surprised by the hosts of Britain's Got Talent, Ant and Deck, who emceed the event. Meantime, the Queen has held a video call with the incoming Governor-General of New Zealand. Yes. You're taking over quite soon, aren't you? Thursday is the swearing-in. I see. Oh, so, yes. Well, big, big day. Dame Cindy Kiro will be the first Maori woman to become the Queen's representative. 
Billionaire Clive Palmer has splashed out on a $40 million super yacht he's named Australia. The Queensland tycoon has moored his new vessel in the Brisbane River while the international crew undergoes two weeks quarantine. The luxury yacht includes two sun decks, an outdoor and indoor bar, a VIP suite and an owner's suite with an office, a walk-in wardrobe and a private bathroom. In sport, David Warner's been given some much-needed support from his side ahead of Australia's first T20 World Cup match. The 34-year-old hasn't passed 50 since April and was left out of Hyderabad's first-choice side in the IPL. But the Aussies will never count out a champion. If you ever doubt Davey, it's an absolute no-no. He'll have another chance tonight to score some runs. They play India in a practice match. Penrith Panthers star Tyrone Mays' playing future is in doubt after he was stood down for posting about his highly publicised court case on social media. The club's off-season antics have led to further consequences. Nathan Cleary and Stephen Crichton have copped a combined $11,000 in fines for damaging the NRL Premiership trophy. Boomers big man Aaron Baines will miss the entirety of the upcoming NBA season due to his neck injury sustained at the Olympics. The 34-year-old fell in the Australian dressing room during their win over Italy. He ended up being hospitalised and couldn't return to the court for the rest of the team's medal campaign. Baines was close to finding a new team after he was let go by the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. World number one Novak Djokovic may not be able to defend his Australian Open title next January as he refuses to share his vaccine status. He's at risk of not being allowed entry into the country and Dan Andrews has said that no one associated with the event will get any special treatment. I don't think an unvaccinated tennis player is going to get a visa, so I don't think that that's going to be a relevant issue. The Serbian has won the event nine times. An amateur diver has uncovered a rare piece of history off Israel. A sword thought to have belonged to a crusader lost almost 1,000 years ago. The metre-long blade with hilt and handle was spotted on the seabed unearthed by underwater currents. Covered in barnacles and shells, the sword will now be restored and displayed in a museum. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Brisbane, a possible thunderstorm today, heading for a top of 27 degrees. Sydney, showers and 21. Canberra, mostly sunny, a top of 18. Melbourne, increasing sunshine, 23 degrees the top. Hobart, mostly sunny and 17. Adelaide, mostly cloudy, heading for 30 degrees. Perth, showers easing and 20. And Darwin, a possible thunderstorm, 35 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 20th of October, 2021.